Hello, and welcome to Inside IT from the technology experts at Intel's own IT department. In this podcast, we examine Intel's identity and access management program. Advances in the SMAC stack, social, mobile, analytics, and cloud have affected every part of the enterprise. Organizational security has been as challenged as any aspect of the company. Organizations want to move more diverse data to more places, and more people need access via more portals and devices. Managing all this is a huge task at Intel. One person whose job it is to deal with identity and access management is Jason DeVoys. I'm an enterprise architect within Information Security's Security Architecture Organization here within Intel IT. First, a brief history of identity and access management, or IDAM, at Intel. A couple of decades ago, the company found itself dealing with security policy issues that cropped up every time it introduced a new solution. So about 18 years ago, Intel began building a custom solution. Initially, it started off being called UNAC, which stood for Unified Network Access Control. And then we basically renamed it to Rialto, and Rialto really became the solution that you could actually manage all of these login IDs and passwords across all these different systems from one place. When Intel started down this road, they were ahead of their time. There wasn't really anything comparable in the marketplace. But 18 years is a long time, and things changed. Other companies started to build these types of solutions to do identity and access management and identity and access governance and then start selling them. And we were still on our custom-built solution, which we wouldn't always get the support to continually evolve and everything else. So in the end, you know, market caught up with us and then it surpassed us. Intel had to do something. That something is the company's IDAM program. It's a new approach designed to address some of the key shortcomings of the previous solution like the need for agility. We really needed to go in what we called a service-based approach, where we expose standards-based services that our applications and our customers can consume. This will enable them to move more quickly to release capability to achieve their business goals. In developing the company's IDAM program, DeVoy says Intel IT took a broad approach. Some vendors out there that sell products that address this space they actually try and solve the whole problem in one go. And we had a dilemma where we had to make a decision around, do we go with one of these vendors that try and solve the whole enchilada, or do we go for more of an approach where we look at best of breed vendors and we address pieces of the architecture? DeVoy says they chose the best of breed approach. So Intel is building the core of IDAM with outside vendors that allow the company to manage identities, create and manage roles, and provision. And the idea was to make sure that anything that we would purchase and implement was surrounded by standards-based web services, and that way we could plug and play other capabilities that we purchase later on into our architecture as and when needed. DeVoy says it was clear that the implementation of any new program needed to be rolled out in a thoughtful manner. If you think about it, we've got 18 years of evolution. We've got literally thousands of applications that are tightly coupled into our existing platform. We have essentially millions of users today that we're managing. 
So it becomes very hard to essentially replace all of that, end of life, the old platform, and then put in a new platform and have everyone moved over in one fell swoop. So the approach Intel is taking with its IDAM program is what DeVoys calls coexistence. What that really means is that we bring up the new platform in addition to the existing platform still running. The existing and the new platform essentially run side by side. What we're able to do then is migrate applications and users over at a more methodical cadence. DeVoy says coexistence is the best way, probably the only way, to achieve the IDAM goals without disrupting the user experience. I could then move to use an application that's protected using the new platform. And as an end user, I don't see any difference. I can actually bounce between different applications that are protected by different platforms and seamlessly traverse those applications without being asked to re-log in or or seeing any impact as far as my user experience. DeVoy says although deployment of IDAM is a long-term process, the first steps will be taken right away. It should be turned on very soon in Q3 here in 2014. Then we're going to start migrating applications. We, we hope to have many of our applications that are in our DMZ today migrated by the middle of 2015. But DeVoy says looking at what gets turned on when might not be the best way to envision the IDAM rollout. The key thing here for me uh, as an architect is really that we start turning things off, right? We can't do that until we've migrated functionality. So I think what we have going in our favor is the fact that we do have really good senior management support. We need that because we need help to migrate all these applications that are delivered by the different lines of businesses. While we're doing that, we're also turning on new capability for new usage models and new applications because just migrating doesn't give us a huge amount of business value. We need to turn on some new use cases to get some of the business value. And that's why we're doing what we're doing with cloud and some of the integrations there today, as well as mobile. As with all the new challenges the security team at Intel faces, privacy is built into the fabric of the IDAM program. We essentially manage millions of users when you start thinking of business to business, managing the identities of our OEMs and resellers. And as we get more into the business to consumer space, that can explode. That means Intel has to do things like ensure users opt in in terms of what information is stored, and that information needs to be protected. We call it Intel restricted secret data, which means that when we store it, we have to store it encrypted not just make sure it's encrypted in transit, but encrypted at rest. Not only is the IDAM program designed to make management easier, DeVoy says it will also give customers new capabilities. We're providing single sign-on type services and not only single sign-on for applications they may develop, but also applications that may be delivered via the cloud, for example. Additionally, we're providing services to retrieve information about the logged in users. The idea really is to make sure that we provide standards-based interfaces so that it makes it easier for developers to consume these services 
we're also doing some things to make it easy for them to find where these services are, discover them as well. We're working on some key things right now that putting the foundation in place for the future for our IDAM platform. Strong leadership and management is key for our success and we need continued support over the course of this long journey to achieve our goals and to get Intel where it needs to be in terms of its identity and access management platform. That does it for this edition of Inside IT. For more information on Intel's identity and access management program or on anything having to do with IT, go to www.intel.com IT. While you're there, you can sign up for the Intel IT Center for regular updates on IT topics, third-party research, IT-focused events, and more. For Inside IT, I'm Paul Lancor.